Hello, everybody. Welcome back to another Corn Fed production, episode 26 of the Corn Fed Sports Entertainment Podcast. Timmy's with, with me tonight. Uh, he's drinking his usual, the crushed strawberry soda. How you yeah. doing tonight, Tim? I'm doing real well. I just got a quick question for you. Uh, body issue is out today. Are you ready for next year's episode? <laughs> What's next, week, next I'm year's... hoping you're in it next year. Oh. <laughs> Are you ready to take the cover next year? I better get on my uh, seafood diet. Okay. <laughs> Oh. It's the stupidest. I saw it today. The offensive lineman for the Eagles. Really. Yeah, I saw that. Too. Just a weird magazine, but it's. I don't know why they came up with that idea. Like it's, the concept of it's like kind of cool. I guess to showcase like athletic bodies, but but we all know what they're gonna look like. They're clearly athletes. Did Baez <laughs> appear in the body? He issue? did. I feel a like years he did. Ago. Yeah, but, but definitely interesting. Training starts tomorrow, right? All right, <laughs> you can do that. So, like I said, welcome back. Um, had a little bit off, but we're ra- back and ready to go. Uh, been a busy couple weeks for both of us, I feel like. So yeah. should be uh, ready to go the rest of the way. Uh, summer's slowing down. Uh, got college football ramping up. So we're going to be... We're ready to go. Yeah, going for sure. Best time of the year. But should we touch on our uh, sports poll we had out there yeah. last week? Yeah, let's talk right. about that. That was... Obviously, it's a big topic in uh, the sporting world today. Uh, you hear about it a lot. Huge uh, topic. Especially, like, former athletes kind of getting involved. Like, Gronk. He, Gronk. Uh, um, was it Chris Long? Yeah, they both, adver- or, uh, both partnered spoke out with him. for it. Yep. Um, for those that don't know, we're talking about uh, marijuana. Just, uh, like, for rehab and just for those that are in athletes. Um, we put the poll out, and it turned out 60-40% pro for it. Which is probably what I expected yeah, it to be for sure. You, there's a lot of people that are going to be against for the sure. drug no matter what, and then there's people that you know We're kind of for it. yeah, kind of done a little more research and learned about it. And but I don't, personally, I think it sh- it should be allowed. Um, not that I'm like a pothead or you know <laughs> smoke weed or you know do any of that, but I just think just like from reading and like hearing like these former athletes talk about it and the benefits and. Yeah. I just think it's good. Could be vote, very beneficial for it. I voted no just because of the fact that it has, I don't. It's not legal across the United States yet, and so I think once it's legal, then I'm all for it. But that's just where I'm at. So you're just not pro because of the yeah, legality. just the legality. I mean, if you have a medical marijuana, that's different because that is legal across the country. But just for not for just to use it, I think it has to be legal so across the country to become a. If they got prescribed by like a doctor, though, you yeah, I have no problem with that. No problem with that. Yeah, which, I mean, let's be honest, I feel like it's going to happen eventually. Oh. Um, I'm not sure when, but the more we hear about it, you know, the more it seems likely that it's going to happen sometime in the next, what? I'd three, say the next three five, to five years. Yeah, three to five years, I was going to say. So. I'd say for sure. It's definitely coming. Yeah, no doubt about it. Um, it's going to be it's something to watch for sure. Um, you know, there's more and more research coming out, too, about it. Like, some of the stuff, you know, you read on the internet, you don't know how true it is, but, like, a lot of the research seems definitely positive, I would say. But and honestly, I think it's already happening. I would think. Oh, yeah. I'd say over 75% of probably NFL players. What's that story you told me? Like, they only tested for marijuana. Tested for who, marijuana who told once. this? Yeah. Um, this? Chris Long was that saying was that they Long. test for marijuana once a year, and you know when it's coming. It was right at the beginning of the year, yes, right? Unless you, or they tell you, like, hey, three weeks, you're going to be tested. Unless Ooh. you're in the program. What show was he on? He was just doing an interview with someone from NFL Network. Okay. And he was just talking about how he uses marijuana now. and Yeah, yeah. he used, like, the tablets and stuff, yep. I think, right? And he said they only test you once once a time every year, and you know when it's coming. Yeah, yeah. Well, I, another one, like, he's huge into it. He didn't play 
uh, football, but Matt Barnes from the NBA. Really? He does not surprise way me. Way into it. Like, he, like, is, like, actually, like, a businessman. Like, he's, well, like, who is the former NBA coach that Don has Nelson. the farm? Don Nelson has the marijuana Hawaii. farms now. He's living the dream. He is just sitting there smoking marijuana, playing My dad was talking to me about that the other day. Yeah. Like, Donnie T. <laughs> he's, like, pretty much he lives in Hawaii and grows weed and lives life yeah. greatly. Gambles a lot. Yeah. Donnie. Man. He's a legend, no <laughs> doubt. He has become a legend. <laughs> but... Should we uh, maybe go on the – I mean, give them our social media handles and then maybe get into Rapid Minute Sounds tonight? Sounds good. All right. Got a great Rapid Minute tonight. Another little controversial topic. And then it's coming back, baby. The annual, more like weekly, <laughs> the weekly crazy sports story. We had so much fun with that last week. We just wanted to bring it back again yep. this week. So we're definitely going to probably we'll keep probably that We'll probably do going. it until we run out of crazy stories. Yeah, which, judging by what I've read on the There's internet. There's a lot out there. <laughs> but, yeah. So – yeah, if you haven't followed us on any of our social medias, make sure you do that. You know, we post a lot of stuff on there. You know, that's how you can get easy, quick access to our uh, podcast, which we would greatly appreciate. Um, our Twitter is at Corn Sports. Our Instagram is CornFedSports1. Our Facebook is Facebook.com slash CornFedSports1. And our blog website is CornFedSports1.blogspot.com. Rapid minute time, Timmy? For sure. Um, it might actually be a little more rapid minute compared to last week's rapid discussion. Yeah, we'll, we're going to try to keep it a minute, but sometimes we get carried away. Oh, yeah. Just get it rolling, and that one thing leads to another. For sure. So our first one, big news in our neck of the woods, actually, this week. Yeah, I'm really surprised week. by this. I am, too. But for those that don't know what we're talking about, you and I, the University of Northern Iowa, their football team, and also their men's basketball team, are now serving alcohol at their games, which is big news because that's the first college in Iowa yeah, to do that, so. I did not expect them to be the first no, one. No, they I really thought Iowa would have been the first one. And it came out of nowhere. Like, they're going to be doing it this Saturday. Really? Like, they are serving this Saturday at the I home game. Yes. That. It is not messing around. Well, it is crazy because, like, you know how they have, like, those country concerts in there? Yeah. They're every, they serve booze at those. Oh, for sure. So why not, you know? And everything else. I mean, they've hosted arena teams in there and yeah. all the other yeah. stuff. I guarantee they sold alcohol at. But it's kind of funny, though. I was, like, actually, you know, kind of thinking about it before we started tonight. And, I mean, you and I, like, you know, they've been hurting a little bit on the uh, the revenue the revenue department. So maybe. It's got to be a shot in the arm. Yeah. No doubt. This will help them out, I think, a good amount. So to me, be it's just real lot. interesting, though, because it's only beer. You can only buy two at a time. It's just, I don't know. It just seems real interesting to me that it's good. Are that many people going to take advantage of it? But I saw the lines across the country. I don't know if you saw the pictures on Twitter this Saturday. Long lines. So there are probably going to be some people taking advantage of it. Oh, yeah. I mean, that could also uh, bump up the... Uh Attendance for all the games, too, yeah. So, like, because a lot might of be a reason for them to go. A lot of people just stay in the parking lot, and or like, watch especially like college kids. You know, they're all about the drinking. Yeah, at that age, so, so they might just. Um, I saw they're starting with beer. They said and craft beer, and then they might be expanding to wine. And the guy I heard today on the radio said probably nothing after that. Yeah, but I think yeah, also you have to. I mean, you know, and probably uh, you probably have to get like a li- another license, liquor license yes, for definitely have for to get mixed drinks. Diff- and stuff. Different liquor license for mixed drinks for probably more insurance so. policies and for sure. And they're not selling much. it in all areas of the stadium. It's just like there's certain areas that you're not allowed to have it in still. So no, that's so. Overall, do you think they should allow alcohol in collegiate sports? Why not? I mean, yeah. everyone, if they really want or sneaking it in anyways, you're probably going to leak it. Flask in their pocket. Yeah, exactly. You're probably going to honestly control it more yeah. by just allowing it to be sold. 
Yeah. I mean, that way, too, like you said, control. Like, better than somebody stuffing in 20, you know, flasks in yeah, their pockets it might or socks. Cut, and, it might cut down on that. So uh, My question is, though, is it just – right now it's just men's football and men's basketball. Is it ever going to expand to women's sports, or is this just a – See, that's interesting. There's no women's basketball or women's volleyball. That's interesting to me because <laughs> – curious about that. You know, I'm, I'm taking this sport administration yeah. program, and we've talked a lot about Title IX. Yeah. So I feel like that kind of – Maybe coincides with the title nine. People want to have a beer at a women's basketball game just as much as they would a men's basketball yeah, game. Yeah, exactly. Especially, I mean, you and I volleyball actually like draws pretty they're well. They're pretty good. And they're yeah. good. They won the valley last year. Yeah. Went to the tournament and similar tournament. They're a good team. Yeah. So I mean, I wouldn't mind drinking at a volleyball game. It's just interesting <laughs> why they just did those two sports. I yeah. haven't heard a good explanation about that yet. You think maybe it's just a test run, see how it goes type of deal, or? But you still think they would open up to women's basketball because they're the same season. True. It just seems interesting. And then, you know, the kegs are going to be sitting there anyway. They'll right? be in the building. Yeah. And they have the same license and everything. It's not like they probably have to get, you don't have to get additional licenses for how many times different events you're at. Yeah. So it's, I don't know. That's just that interesting. That is interesting. I didn't think about that, but that, I don't know. But otherwise, I'm, I'm all for it. Yeah. Let's I mean, just, David Harris, I think he's AD over there, right? Yep. He, he's really like, since he hasn't been there that long, but he's really, you know, tried to shaped some things up at you and I, especially. And like, I just think being the first is kind of cool. That's a good move by them because if they had done it publicity. after Iowa and Iowa State, they're like, yeah, okay, everyone yeah. else is doing it. Yeah. But to be the first is kind of a good move by them to jump out ahead of it. I think so too. It'll be interesting to, you know, especially after football season to kind of read some of the stats. See how it goes, yeah. But see, I'm looking to see the lines and stuff this Saturday, see what it draws. But like I said, like Arkansas last week, the line was probably 50 deep. Yeah. It was ridiculous. Darren Ravel was all about it. He was tweeting out pictures yeah, from all yeah, over. Yeah. It was, it was crazy. Yeah. So but. it'll also be interesting to see when Iowa State and Iowa are both on the road, and then you and I maybe got the only show in town mm-hmm. that week. Yeah. Weekend. Be real interesting to see some, what happens. Some good turnout, I feel like. For but sure. I think we're both for it. Yeah, I'm um, all for it. I'm just interested I, to see how it goes. Yeah, me too. I, I don't see any issue with it. I mean, it's all at all sporting events, professional. So I just don't. Be interesting to know what they're charging. I guess. I would have to assume it'd be very similar to Arkansas was charging eight dollars. Yeah, I would for a sixteen ounce beer. I would guess maybe a little bit cheaper than that, but but that's we'll pretty. See. I, I bet so. I bet it's six or seven. Oh yeah, no doubt. I don't think they're gonna give it away. No, no especially with college kids. I don't think you really start wanting to. Yeah, because that then you could run into problems if you start selling like three dollar <laughs> beers. Oh, I would. Be you could run some real issues with the college that'd be, kids. That'd be a cheap fun fun night for sure. Oh yeah, <laughs> get a ten dollar ticket and then. Oh yeah, oh, that could really be Go some from issues. There. <laughs> so end up having people on the field in the whole nine yards. Oh yeah, but. Anything else you want to touch no, on the alcohol? That's good. Um, I was really just shocked when I heard that the other day and how fast this happened. Like, it really it went. Literally it literally happened came out of Saturday. Nowhere, out of nowhere, too. Yeah, for sure. But predictions on when Iowa and Iowa State will have it then? Next season? I think Iowa State will have it next season. For some reason, Iowa seems to really be... I know, which is weird because like everybody knows how Iowa has kind of the... And I wonder if that's they're shying away because of that image and they're a little scared about what would happen. I don't know. But they also could do like baseball, you know, how they cut off at the seventh inning. Well, that's how this is going to go. They're cutting off at the it's third cutting quarter. It's cutting off um, two minutes to go in the third quarter. Okay. And that's 10 a good minutes idea. to go in the second half of a basketball game. Well, I think that's a good idea. So, for sure. But it'll be interesting. Yeah. But, you know, I, I, there is Big Ten teams with it, right? Yeah, there is a few. I Someone don't... said the other day they need to break it into the beer and non beer division. <laughs> that's how we should split the Big Ten I did up. See Just that the beer too. versus non beer. That would be funny. So, yeah, <laughs> I, it'll be. Ten years from now, no, you won't even remember you won't a time. Even blink an eye, yeah. You won't even remember a time it didn't serve alcohol. Yeah, I mean, I grew up though in small town Wisconsin, where they were literally serving mixed drinks at a fourth grade little league game. <laughs> Are you serious? Oh, dead serious. They'd have like literally the. Oh god, 
the ball the bar owner would like bring his rolling bar down and they were literally serving rum and cokes <laughs> fourth grade little league games never forget the priest was drinking a rum and coke on a sunday morning like 10 a.m for a tournament sounds like a great time great time and we to be were in. the only team in our league that did it and like everyone would be talking like wow do you remember see keeler last night it was out of control like they were serving alcohol mixed drinks and yeah we were not liked because of it but they all drank all the visiting fans they judged us, but then they all sat and drank our booze. So, <laughs> Hey, some towns just know how to party. I remember my third base coach just standing out, coaching third base with a beer in his hand. No way. Oh, dead serious. That's insane. He was just waving me. He was wasted, waving me around. He had beer <laughs> in his hand. Did he get yep. thrown out? No. <laughs> that was good times. Small town oh, Wisconsin baseball it, right buddy. there. Gotta love it. So I'm all for it. Yep. <laughs> but our next uh, rapid minute topic, a little unique. Timmy came up with this one. Had a great idea, which I enjoy it. So Come obviously on. you know I'm Eric. That's Tim. <laughs> wow, breaking great breaking news right there. <laughs> we're gonna As Dan give... Patrick says we don't break news, we sprain it. Oh yeah, that's all about it. right there. <laughs> but I'm gonna give you my top five Eric's of all time. Okay, my top five Tim, then we'll go back and forth here. Yeah, let's Please. do it. So you can start, we'll give you your first Eric. So I struggled with number five a little bit. There's not a ton of like I always thought there my name was pretty common. We both have really common names. I thought I did too, but there's not many people in history. Not history-wise, but just like for the common man, I guess. Yes. But my fifth one, which I'm not even like a huge fan of him. Like, I'm not a huge country fan, like music-wise, mm-hmm. but Eric Church. It's a good one. I like his, you know, I have a few songs I like of his, and I like what he stands for. He just seems like a great guy. All right. So my <laughs> first one is a fictional character. It comes off one of my favorite television shows, Friday Night Lights. Oh, Tim Riggins, yeah. Texas Forever. That's, that is good. I one. mean, the guy was like 30 years old playing high school football and like drinking a 24-pack after the game. But just a, if you like high school sports, like sports in general, it's a great television series. Oh, and he's a great character. Texas Forever. He might be in my top like 10 to 15 characters. Oh, yeah, he's an awesome character. Yeah. Tim Riggins. Gotta love him. So that's my number five. I like that one, Timmy. <coughs> so my number four, also fictional character... He's pretty funny. He's kind of a nerd a little bit, but Eric Foreman off that 70s show. <laughs> it's a good one. Oh, yeah, and they just sit in their basement and, like we talked about earlier, smoke, smoke weed. A lot of weed consumed in that show. <laughs> so, who you got for your four? Um, number four, so I'm sticking in the entertainment world. This is an actor, one of my favorite actors, um, Tim Allen. On the Santa Claus, great movies. Tim Tim the Toolman Taylor. Tim Toolman Taylor. Oh, he's got the babes on Home Improvement. He did. So now he's got the other show, um, Last Man Standing, which is very funny as well. Yeah, just a big... But I love him for the Santa Claus movies. Oh, yeah. Obviously, his work in Toy Story. Just great actor. Oh, yeah. He is fantastic. Great he, guy. So. He's one of those guys, too. I feel like you don't, you don't think about him like as an A-list actor. Oh, he's but, huge. But when you like, we got all the Santa Claus, the Toy stuff. Stories, two very popular television yeah. shows... Yeah, he's done well for himself. Yeah, but I would just say like he doesn't like instantly come to mind. No. but then when you like see his Start resume, look what he did. and you're like, oh my god, like, yeah, he's, he's done a lot. He's amazing. So I like him. So yeah, my number three, another musician, got some great songs. He's in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Eric Clapton. I was say. He's a stud. That is awesome. Wonderful tonight, baby. <laughs> <laughs> Gotta love him. Yeah, no doubt. All right, number three for me. We're gonna stick sports the rest of the way because that's who I am. Local boy, um, scored a touchdown Super Bowl, Tim Dwight. Started Iowa, obviously, track star at, Univer- or at Iowa City High uh-huh. and then went on to Iowa and then ran a kick back in the Super Bowl. Never forget that. Falcons are getting blown out. Yeah. He ran a kick all the way back in the Super Bowl, kind of cool for Iowa. So that's why I'm going to go number three. He was unbelievable. Oh, so good at Iowa. He was so fast. Just wicked fast. 
<laughs> sneaky white boy fast. He was, yeah. <laughs> there was nothing sneaky, though. He was just... Shot out of a can. It was awesome. But Big fan of his. My number two, you guys have heard me talk about this show, also a fictional character, animated character, the one and only, Eric Cartman. <laughs> you would do that. I love him. He's hilarious, and he just fits the list. <laughs> yeah, it works. There you go. Uh, my number two, another sports person, great college quarterback, Tim Tebow. Oh, Just yeah. probably one of the top five probably college players of all time. Oh, easily. Is he in the Hall of Fame yet? I don't think he is yet, but he, I mean, he will be. He obviously will be, yeah. One of the great college players of all time. Had a couple, one good year in the NFL and really hasn't done much since, but... Minor league baseball right now. Minor league baseball right now, yeah. I think he said on the Dan Patrick show the other day, this is his last year. They are hang it up after this year. When the Cubs were playing the Mets <coughs> a couple games ago, they were talking about his stats, and they weren't very good. No, he really struggled this year. No. He had a couple bombs, though. Which yeah. Like, you he know, was really putting it together late last year. He was going to get called up, and then he got hurt, and it ruined his call-up. You think if they were like just completely out of it, they would have called him Oh, up? yes. They would have last year if he had been healthy. Yeah. but Which would have been cool, though. Like, that would have been hilarious. Sold some uh, tickets that way. Oh, for sure. So my number one, back to the sports world, stud. He's also known for one of the biggest college controversies of all time, college football-wise, but Eric Dickerson. Eric Dickerson. L.A. Rams. Did he play at uh, SMU? SMU. Pony Excess. Pony Express. <laughs> so yeah, he, was, he, was, he was really good. You know, he wore those goggles. He ran oh, through. Stud. He was, like, honestly one of the first, like, big, big backs I rem- yes. that I can remember, like, not nah, I didn't. He wasn't in my era, but just like seeing like on the highlights, like he would just, he just ram people. people over. Oh yeah, and the goggles would made him stand out. Just that yeah, was awesome. Yeah, he was awesome to watch, no doubt. That was very awesome. So my number one, we talked about this guy earlier in our podcast. One of my favorite athletes of all time, best power forward to ever play the game, Tim Duncan. Just loved watching him play. Loved the bank shot. Just the way he did his business. Just never celebrated. Just did his business. Scored points, grabbed rebounds, won championships. Just superstar. Assistant coach. Professional. Now. Yeah, he's now assistant coach. Which is awesome. I think he's probably – I see, like, where he lives. I think he's probably smoked some weed down there in the Virgin oh, yeah. Islands, too. Oh, yeah. I think he lives it up. So Yeah, he definitely does. And that wouldn't surprise me if Pop does as well. I could definitely see Pop. Those those guys hanging out on the road. Oh, yeah. But, no, big, big Tim Duncan <laughs> fan. Oh, yeah. Can't go wrong with him. Hall of Famer, first ballot, oh, no doubt. That's power forward ever, probably. Oh, yeah. Definitely up there. That's a good list, though. Oh, yeah. Which – I thought this, like I said, this list would be easy, but it took me a while. It took me a while as well. The first, like, I think three I had, or three or four, were, like, pretty easy. And then my last one or two, I was just struggling with. Mm-hmm. Like, there was a few that stood out to me, like, in our sporting world today. But I can't put him on my top five. Uh, Eric Berry. Uh, Eric Berry. Eric Bledsoe. He's really good. Um, yeah. Those are two honorable mention, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. Because not a lot of Eric's in the sporting world, for sure. <laughs> no, not that I can think Eric of. Eric Hosmer, I guess. He's the okay. Haas. Big money. He made <laughs> He did make some big money. Yeah. No, that's good. But wanna move on to the next one? Yeah. I don't I don't believe we have done this. We talked about this for like twenty minutes and decided think if we, we could have. I don't think we have either. We've done a lot with pizza. Yeah. But not actually our top five pizza kinds. I think we've done pizza places. We've done pizza places and different types of pizza but we've never done pizza toppings. Yeah. I would agree. So we just go back and forth. You want to start or you want me to start? You go ahead. You start. All right, number five. This is, I mean, I, I still have to come up with a fifth favorite topping. This is way down the list for me, but I'm going to go grilled chicken. Love it on chicken bacon ranch. 
I love some barbecue chicken pizza. Barbecue chicken pizza is underrated. So, it's very under. Chicken bacon ranch pizza is very under. Buffalo chicken pizza is delicious. <laughs> so I'm going to go chicken as number three. I like There's that. a lot of different ways you can use the chicken. So I'm going to go chicken, grilled chicken number three. So or five. Like Timmy, I number five was a little bit of a struggle again. But I, I did some deep diving in this brain of mine. <laughs> so this place on the hill in Cedar Falls has the best. It's like a jalapeno... Cheese sauce with mac and cheese. Mm. It's really good, actually. Um, I can't remember the name of the restaurant right now, but it's on the hill, and I loved it. Like, it's not like overly. You mentioned that before. Yeah, I think I did actually, but it's really good. I'm I'm a fan of it. I might have to go. So, get what are you? Soon. Are you just saying that's your favorite uh, pizza? The mac and cheese. Yeah, I'll, I'll just I just like that. that. Yeah, I mean, it's not one that's thought about a lot, but I'd that's say solid. it's good. Yeah. So my next favorite topping would be just pepperoni pizza. Classic. Oh, reliable. Yeah. My wife doesn't like it, but what? I just don't know how you can go wrong with pepperoni pizza. I feel like everybody likes pepperoni should. pizza. Like, everybody. But, yeah, that's what I'm going to go with. My number four, kind of like you, all reliable a little bit, sausage. I'm a big sausage pizza fan. Um, although, I would say some places' sausages are way better than others. Like, What do you like? Do you like spicy or large sausage? What are you looking for? And just There's overall some- taste. <laughs> like Happy Joe's like has those little tiny mm-hmm. sausages, Very tiny. which actually are pretty good. And Pizza then, has really good sausage. I yeah, think. they do. I I'm not a huge Casey's sausage mm-hmm. fan, but like I said, sausage is just like one of those toppings that you know stick out instantly, and you gotta love. Good to go. So that's actually number three for me. Is yeah. Well, is sausage just love? You can put it with so many different ingredients mix it with so many different things so yeah i'm gonna go sausage as well oh yeah gotta love sausage but my number, number three, three also was chicken but i specifically put buffalo chicken. oh so good <laughs> so good they're casey's buffalo chicken is so good never had it pizza ranches pizza is ranch good. is amazing it's that might be the best tim downs chicken. pizza ranch or buffalo chicken is amazing <laughs> Homemade? Oh, I make a mean buffalo chicken pizza. I make a mean chicken Alfredo pizza. But I buffalo might, chicken. I might have to come over next week. You should tonight. definitely try it. Sometime. <laughs> uh, what do you got for your second one? Number two is mushrooms. Love mushrooms. It has to be on every one of my pizzas. Pepperoni mushroom, sausage and mushroom, supreme. Just love it. Love mushrooms. And I like the canned mushrooms better. If I'm making it myself, I don't like the, like the fresh mushrooms. I like just the straight old canned mushrooms. Hmm. I like mushrooms, oh. but... They ha- I don't know. It kind of has to be the same, like, sp- specific kind. Like, hamburger mushroom pizza, I'm, I'm a big fan of. Like, it just mm-hmm. – something about, like, those two uh, – combina- that combination of those two tastes really good. I just love mushrooms. So, my number two was also on Timmy's list, pepperoni. Okay. Pepperoni might be the ultimate go-to pizza. It's like the vanilla of ice cream. It's it really classic. is. It's classic. Like – if you're, like, struggling to come up with a pizza with people, you're just, like, pepperoni. Everyone's like, like yeah. everyone likes pepperoni. Yeah. I don't know why you wouldn't like pepperoni. I don't either. My wife does not, though. There's a few out there that I've met that just don't dig it. A little, little strange. All right. <laughs> so, my number one, it's not even close. It's just, it's best with pepperoni, but green olives. Oh, just spread them the whole, get a whole jar of them on there. Get them whole. Don't even cut them. Just, oh, pepperoni, green olives, greasy pizza. It's the I don't best. know if I've ever had green olives oh on my, my pizza goodness you are <laughs> i usually almost. stick to what i know and green olives baby put them on a pizza we got the other night we got a at papa john's we got sausage and pepperoni and green mush 
or green olive and mushroom. Sounds sounds all right. Solid pizza. <laughs> My number one, a little off kilter compared to what we had been saying, but just big fan of the chips on the taco pizza, the good. Dorito chips or whatever, mm-hmm. and just taco pizza in general. It's the so best. Good. Could eat it all day, every day. I feel like not even feel. I bad actually about had it. taco pizza pizza ranch the other day. Blown away. Like very good. Really. I don't know if I've ever had it at Pizza Ranch. It was really good. I usually stick with the pepperoni or sauce. They had it on the bar, and I just thought I'd try a piece, and it was really impressed. It was the chips. Their chips were just crunchy, really good. Had yeah. a good spice to them. Yeah. I mean, let's be honest, though, too. <coughs> the chips, if they're, like, awful or soggy or, or stale, stale, it's not good. It, the pizza just sucks. You can tell when Casey says he uses, like, the bottom of the bucket, yeah. and it's not good yeah. news. No, not at all, but... Yeah, that's a, that's a good list. I Very would say. good list. Solid list. <laughs> I like it. So this comes to the ultimate thing you all have been waiting for: the weekly crazy sports story. Timmy's got a crazy one. He gave me a little sneak peek. I don't know the full lowdown, but I'm excited to hear it. I can go first if you want. Yeah, go ahead. Let me see if I can. <laughs> I got a. I'm, I think some of you have probably heard the one that I have, but. The only reason I knew a lot about it is because I watched this documentary. But I'm going to let Timmy go. So I'm just going to read this article that was originally posted March 6, 1973 in the New York Daily News by Phil Pepe. I'm just going to read the the start of it. On Fort Lauderdale, Florida, March 5th, Yankee pitchers Fritz Peterson and Mike Kekich disclosed (laughs) that they exchanged families several months ago. Peterson moving in with Susanna Kletchich and her two daughters and Kletchich moving in with Marilyn Peterson and her two sons. The pitchers in separate talks that they decided to reveal the arrangement because too many people knew about it. They thought it was time to clear the air. According to Clutches, unless people know the full details, it could turn out to be a nasty type thing. Don't say this is wife swapping because it wasn't. We didn't swap wives. We swapped lives. <laughs> oh, fans. Um, Clutchick later admitted he is bitter because Peterson and Mike's wife, Suzanne, are very happy together. But Mike and Peterson's wife, Marilyn, have separated... Um, it's now got, it's now 2000, when this article came out again, it was 2013, they're still living together, still married, happy, they said they love each other, the other two have moved on or divorced, um, at the time, general manager Lee McPhail, the Yankees said, um, that they had, one pitcher had demanded a trade because he couldn't live with them anymore, it just really got really strange. Let's be honest, that's, that's not just crazy, that's That's really wild. wild. <laughs> it, it, it's just I don't like I've heard of like swinging Swingers. and like that's there's all, a show wife swap yeah. it's for like a week but these two literally switched lives literally said I don't want my life anymore we're gonna switch lives switch kids switch houses whole night they went and it wasn't for a week it was forever like I said the one couple still married <laughs> it just blows my mind like how messed up would you have to be with those as those kids like also a new mom moves in so do you think they call their stepdad, dad, and the other one just whatever his name is. I can't even remember. I guess. Because they swapped, like, just whole lives. Just literally decided one spring we're swapping lives. It's messed up. And they were good friends. So they hung out a lot. Yeah. It just, it just blows my mind. But that, that one, I saw that today and I'm like, that's really strange. Yeah. That's, like, the craziest thing I've ever heard. <laughs> that probably ranks higher than anything we said we, last we week. We talked a lot about drugs earlier. There had to be something going on. Oh, yeah. When you made that decision. I mean, it was the, what, The 70s, 70s yeah. yeah. There was something going on with that There decision. was some crazy stuff going mm-hmm. on. But that just really blew my mind. <laughs> That's wild. But my one, I don't know if I can live up quite to that. But this is also a great 
it's pretty crazy, and it's just kind of funny in general. I'm excited. But you know Doc Ellis, the pitcher. Yeah. You know, he threw he threw a no-hitter when he was high on LSD. That's what that's what <laughs> You know, I actually watched a documentary about this like two years ago. Okay, I just heard it today. Yeah. I just learned about today. And I was like, the whole time I was watching it, I was like, no way. And, like, he, like, apparently doesn't even really remember. Well, I mean, he's passed away since. Okay. But he doesn't really remember this event. Like, he just, like, remember, like, pitching, like, really hard that day and just, like, being really focused. But doesn't really remember much about it. He was with the Pirates when he threw it. He threw a no-hitter on LSD. Yeah, which is unbelievable because, like, you know, he was, like, an okay. He was a one-time All-Star, so it's not like he was, He's not a superstar. Superstar or anything. Um, Won won a World Series. Um... Pitched for what? One, two, three, four, five, six different teams. Jeez. And when he, he threw it, he threw it, I guess when he was younger, but he threw it with the, with the Pirates later in his career, too. That's but, crazy. Like, yeah, I, I had just learned that today, but I never knew there was yeah. a documentary. I'd love to see more on it because yeah, it, it was a used, fascinating story. Yeah, it used to be on Netflix, so I'd I wanted to check, check it out. Yeah. Because it was a fascinating story when I just like read a blurb, like a one-paragraph article on it today. Yeah, because LSD's like... It's nothing like marijuana or anything. It's, oh, it's like, like real high. Drug. It's like way up there. Yeah, it's like a hardcore drug, I would say. That's crazy. <laughs> so Who knows? This crazy stories, we could find, who knows what we could find, because there's a lot of weird stuff oh, out yeah. there. Especially like in the 70s and 80s, I Oh, feel there's like. some weird stuff yeah. went down. Especially in a lot. I feel like there'd be a good amount of stories in the NBA. <laughs> I'm actually researching a story that hopefully, I'm trying to find more on it that we can bring to crazy stories. I don't have enough information to bring it up yet. But Stay tuned, fans. Hopefully in the next couple of weeks I can get some more <laughs> updates on this story because it's really crazy oh, yeah. and it's in the NBA. That's awesome, though. So, yeah, it's fun. Oh, yeah. Well, I mean, we'll probably keep this rolling for... Oh, yeah, because there's a lot out there. There's a ton. So, I don't know if we're ever going to top the swapping of the lines. That was just but... the families. Literally swap families. That's insane. And pitch the perfect game or no hit on LSD. That's just... I mean, <laughs> what's his name? Pitch one hungover. Yeah. Well, he claims he was drunk. Ah. Uh, what was his name? Recently? They him, they, yeah, they called him Boomer. David Wells. Oh, yeah, yeah, Claimed yeah. he pitched a perfect game drunk. But not on LSD. That's a whole other level. Yeah, that's extreme. All right. Wow. But, well, that wraps up Rapid Minute. Yeah. Which, again, was not very rapid. Not super rapid, but... It's better than sometimes. A little bit better than last week, I feel like. Yeah, Close. We're trying. <laughs> so we got two great topics tonight. We're going to talk a little bit about college football, the Hawks, the Cyclones, the Panthers a little bit, and then just nationally a brief moment. Then we're going to talk about our fantasy draft, which was last night. And maybe just a little more fantasy in general. But All right. Anything else you want to add? No, let's get to it. All right, let's do it, buddy. All righty. Our first topic, outside the rapid minute, college football, baby. Best time of the year, for Love sure. It. Love college football. Had some great games overall. Um we're going to touch locally on our yeah, state sure. teams first. Uh, first, uh, we had Iowa taking down Miami, Ohio uh, mm-hmm. fairly easily. Uh, the first half was a little little rough, which is expected in the first game in the year. Mm-hmm. But they turned it around the second half. Their offense looked really good. And let's be honest, Iowa's known, always known for their defense. Mm-hmm. And their defense is always going to probably carry them a little bit. For sure. But what stood out to me, honestly, the most was Makai Sargent. They're running back. I honestly think he has a great chance to be the best overall, not like just simply carrying, but overall running back that Kirk Ferentz has had. Really? Yeah. Like, obviously, Sean Green's probably the best running back, but Makai Sargent just cut, catches the ball so well out of the backfield, can get a lot of yards after uh, contact, you know, and they have a good one-two punch with Torrin Young. Um, their O-line's tough this year. They're two tackles. 
hopefully Alaric Jackson can get back. Um, he went down last week, but he should be back in two weeks or next week, maybe they're saying. Okay. But their offense uh, impressed me. Didn't see much of the game. How did Epinesa, is that their big star? He didn't do How well. did he do? I heard he was kind of quiet, but was they, were they double teaming him? They were double and triple teaming Getting other people chipping. involved? Yeah. Do you think that might be what he does this year? Just kind of stats-wise, might have a down little down year. Because yeah, last year they but had contribute other ways, obviously, by oh, yeah. taking bodies. I mean, he's a great enough player. I think he will. You know, he'll get his numbers. Maybe not obviously what he had last year, but everybody knows. You know how good he is. Okay. And like I said, they were doubling him and then chipping him a lot most of the game, which you know frees up some of their other guys. For obviously, sure. but um, he's a stud. Look at how they have Rutgers this week. You see any issues? Um, I saw they have some explosive receivers. Which yeah, I was could. listening to the Iowa City Sports Station. They said this is not your normal Rutgers offense. Yeah. Like, they actually have an offense. I, I did see a tweet, though. Their quarterback kind of just lofts them up. So they threw three picks yeah. against UMass last week. So, so that's what they're saying. They, I mean, Iowa typically has a, a good defensive back. I think Iowa's still favored by, like, 20-something. 20 20 yeah. But, no, I think watching that game, I mean, if they're – I think the whole season honestly comes down to Stanley. Like, yeah, I do if he can stay consistent, you know, because he has all the skills. But if he can stay accurate and you know make really good decisions, they should be fine. They should be have a really good year, I think. Yeah, I agree. So it's gonna be fun to watch, though. Um, moving forward, uh, you know, seems like they're clicking so far. Early yeah, they year, took care but, of business without any issues, so that's always good to see. Yeah, especially you know, first game of the year, you're nervous, you know, yep. and all the rust is still on, shaking that off for and, sure. Especially being in Kinnick, too, like, just all the Kind of cool they put a night game and stuff. That's pretty yeah, cool. Yeah, which usually they, like, never do that now in conference unless no. it's, you know, Iowa State. But Even that's not usually a night game. Yeah. So that's kind of cool. But, well, good. yeah. Yeah, it was a good game and looking forward to this week. Yeah, got an early game against Rutgers. So. Yeah, the old 11 a.m. game. Gotta love it. Yeah. But our other two local teams played, Iowa State and UNI, and that was Quite the game. Quite the finish. Kind of a boring first half. Not much happened at all in that first half. But second half, overtime, fourth quarter got really crazy. You and I's kicker. How they have – he's their backup. He hit a 50-yarder, a 49-yarder. The kid was amazing. Yeah, especially like D1AA or whatever you want to call it. And he's their backup kicker. Unbelievable, yeah. That's impressive. But – Sounds like uh, I didn't see a lot too because I was at in Wrigleyville, mm-hmm. but I fo- I was following on my phone. Sounds like uh, Iowa State's quarterback, uh, what's his name? You remember? Brock Purdy. Brock Purdy saved the game though. He did. Um, Dove on that loose triple ball. overtime. They fumbled the ball at the goal line, and it. I mean, it laid out there for a good ten seconds, and he came out of nowhere. Yeah, I saw the video. And he just headlong dove and saved saved the game. And then the next play, they scored to win the game. But oh, uh, the coach for you and I. Farley. Farley's like, I just saw it stand there. And he's like, time stood still as I saw it sit there. And it, it stood there for a good 10 seconds. And Unbelievable. It was scary. It was legitimately scary. But. Um, no, Iowa State was just – I was kind of upset with Coach Campbell. I thought they were very conservative. Didn't let Purdy take up. some chances down the field. I thought in the first half especially, they just – a lot of runs, little dink and dinks. Didn't open the field up at all. Um, Deshante Jones had 14 catches, which was nice, but a lot of those were – Short catches. Kirk Cousins style. Yeah, it just, <laughs> it, they seemed reluctant to let Purdy just Air win the game. Um, you and I had a weird turnover. They had a like, a, they hit Purdy and he fumbled and they ran it all the way in for a fix or a touchdown. That really yeah. kept them in the and, game. But and you and I was 
not predicted to be very good no. this year either. I'm really impressed with their quarterback. That I was going to say, he's only freshman. What's his too. name? Um, Mac. I'm looking up here. It's yeah. Mackle something. He's only a, a freshman, I believe. Right? Richard freshman. Will McElvain. And he was extending plays, like making plays with his feet. And he, he, yeah, he could a, be really good. He was a walk-on at Iowa State. And they weren't going to let him play quarterback. So he went and got a scholarship with UNI. And yeah, he was really, really impressive. I yeah. was really impressed with how he played his yeah. poise. If they can get some playmakers around him, they might be pretty tough. Yeah, I think they'll be really tough. I think they're going to be better than people thought they I think were going to so be too. in the Valley. They're, they sure. always are better. But than... they have a really, like, he's a legit quarterback. He extends plays. He can move with his feet. Got, got a good arm down the field. Yep. Yeah, I'm really was really impressed. But I was I really was, impressed with Iowa State's defense too. Played well, but they're going to need to find something with skill players. Yeah. Who who do they got this week? They're off. They're off. They have a bye, and then they host Iowa two weeks from now. It kind of sucks they have a bye so early in the year, though. Yeah, I'm not a big fan. I mean, because college has two uh, two bye weeks, obviously, yeah. but like. So early in the season that I mean, because usually you want it like later on, so you get you know refreshed. Yeah, and... but I'm least glad. going to the Iowa game last year. We hadn't played a game because we got stormed out, which really hurt us. So I'm glad we at least got a game under our belts this year before we take on Iowa. Yeah, and then you and I's in the dome this weekend. They have I think get those booze sales going. Utah State. I think that that is right. It's a lot easier opponent this week for Please. sure. Utah State's a D1 team. Maybe it's not Utah State. Maybe it's like Utah Southern. Let me look it up here. Some Utah. It's something it's, Utah. Yeah. Because Iowa used to play Utah State like at the beginning yeah. of the year. Hmm. You and I football schedule falling up here. Oh, my, Southern Utah. Southern Utah. Yeah. It's right. a little more like it. A little, yeah. So hopefully, I mean, everybody cheers for you and I, let's be honest. You know, everybody likes to see them do good. So I hope they can get some wins, you know. Oh, for sure. But. Trying to see how Southern Utah did their first game. They got beat fifty six to twenty three by UNLV. So you and I should you and I should take care of business. Yeah, it's really important they do take a step forward after the good game last week. Kind of keep building on that momentum. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, yeah, and Iowa State just get resting, get ready for Iowa. They're gonna have to play better though. They're gonna have to move the ball more effectively. Gonna have to let Purdy take some chances. Yeah, yeah. Just trust him. Yeah, you would think Iowa's defense would be better than you and I's. So. No, yeah, and Purdy had the second most yards per completion, average per completion last year in all of college football. And so it's about, they just need to let him take some shots and you trust him. You think some of that is because Lazard's gone? <coughs> or not Lazard, uh, Hakeem Butler? Hakeem Butler and Montgomery were really, I mean, those were studs. Yeah. Both draft picks, they're studs. And they are going to miss them, but they still need to let their quarterback take some shots and just trust him that he would not turn the ball over. Yeah, for sure. It'll be interesting to see how he adjusts without those two, but yep. I think I think it'll be, be fine. It just might be a slower adjustment. Yeah. So, um, anything else you want to touch no, on Iowa State? You and I. Good week, I think, for the state as a whole. They had a good game between those two, and Iowa looked really good. So had a night game. And, yeah, I'd say yeah. a good nationally, both nationally televised. All three of our teams are nationally televised. So I think that's really a good week, opening week for Iowa State for of sure. Iowa football for sure. Hopefully, they keep it going this week. Yep. But let's talk nationally. What really stood out to you? The one thing that really stood out to me was the SEC. They had a rough. Tennessee was huge. They fav- got destroyed. Huge favorites against Georgia State. Got beat. Um, South Carolina was huge favorite against North Carolina. Got beat. Just rough. How sad has the uh, Tennessee program gone since Philip Fulmer left? That was that hit rock bottom this week. Rocky bottom top. It was rocky bottom top. <laughs> yes, because they were like I think twenty eight point favorites. And they got beat pretty bad, so... Yeah, which... Not good for a power. The power SEC... No, team. I mean, the, the SEC power is still there with the 
they're top heavy though with Georgia and Alabama and after that it's yeah not that impressed LSU looked really good um, Auburn big win over Oregon big come from behind win Actually, that was one thing I was going to touch on um, Oregon they just they blew up they haven't been nearly what they should have been the last few no, years. No, and they had that game of control. Especially they're in a weak, weak, weak conference. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and yeah, still their, their quarterback got hurt too, right? Yep. Herbert? Yep. Could be the number one draft pick this year. Could be, yeah. I still think they're good enough to win the Pac-12, but their national playoff hopes took a big hit yeah. this weekend. Yeah, I, don't, I think they'd have to dominate the Pac-12 if they're going to mm-hmm. have any sort of chance. For sure. But uh, then the other thing that stood out to me is – Oklahoma, Heisman City, Jail baby. Hurt. Um, is he the Heisman fra- favorite right now? <laughs> pretty sure a couple weeks ago, on this very show, you did. I predicted he would win the Heisman. You definitely did. And I sticking to it. I mean, Lincoln Riley is he the best offensive mind in college football right now? That's a genius. The only one I could have maybe thought was Chip Kelly, but he's, he's better than Chip he's, Kelly. Well, well past his prime, I was yes, going to say. But so. I mean, right now he is. He's doing things no one else is doing. Yeah. He took Kyler Murray, a baseball player, and got the number one pick in the draft. I think that's why the Packers were so super interested in him. Took um, Sam Bradford, or not Sam Bradford, uh, Baker Mayfield. Yeah. Took him as a transfer. Took him, got him number one pick in the draft. Yeah. And now he'll probably take Jalen Hurts. He'll be a Heisman finalist, at least, I bet. I mean, he's and got be the a high skills. Pick. I was going to say, he'll probably be a top 10. I was going to say, for sure, probably a second rounder. Like, just... Low grading it. Maybe. I think if he continues to put these numbers up. You think Alabama kind of regrets? But, I mean, two as a stud, two obviously. Two as a stud. But he saved him. He shared him last year. Yeah. No, he's a, he's a legit quarterback. And I think people kind of forgot that. Yeah. And um, like I said, Lincoln Riley, his system is just Did you see on their level. the interview with Saban, though, after after the game? Mm. He's Everything that happens, he's like, nope, didn't see it. We were working. Oh, and yeah. Like, he deflects everything. Somebody was, like, calling, calling him out. Not calling him out to his face, just on Twitter. Like, yeah. I've been to the Oak, or the Alabama clubhouse where they work and whatnot. There's TVs everywhere. There's no oh, way he didn't see There's it. no way he's missing something. <laughs> um, did you see, speaking of him, were him and Bill Belichick are going to do a show together? It's like a documentary. Really? And they're going to chronicle their... Two of the best coaches ever. Like, best friends, apparently. Really? Yeah, they're really tight. Like, they fish and boat together, and apparently they're going to chronicle, like, their year together. I think it's next season. Two like, really unconventional, <coughs> but... Very similar the way they do things, yeah. though. Their press conferences, the way they talk. And Just don't really give a crap about any... They win, though. Thinks. They, that's, that's the main thing, right? But, no, so I'm really excited to watch what Jalen Hurts does the rest of the year, and I think he's, Oklahoma will put themselves right there as a playoff team, for sure. He's, he's definitely got a shot to... Win the Heisman. I hope he does. That'd be three straight for Oklahoma. That'd be insane. They have two straight first-round draft picks. And that, let's be honest, that will never happen ever again. Three straight Heisman Trophy winners. Ever. Because I don't know if you have to find another one to transfer there next year to go for four. And that's the weird thing. They were both, like, both not his people. And so, it's crazy. How many years did Baker start there? Baker started two. Okay. That was Baker's second. Otherwise, it would have been three one-year starters, which would have been insane. Yeah, it's crazy. But, no, he's great offensive mind. Yeah, definitely the best in college football. He will definitely that. hit the NFL eventually. Oh, yeah. And he's he, still in his 30s, early 40s young. maybe? Let me look him up. He's young. He's super young. But I really – Was Oklahoma, he on Stoops' staff? I think so. Because I feel like they kind of groomed him to be – Lincoln Riley. Stoops what? was also honorary captain at the Iowa game. Saw that. Which is awesome. That was pretty cool. 
Lincoln Riley is 36 years old. Insane. Very, very young man. Especially for a head coach. I'm trying to see what his background was. He was the Oklahoma offensive coordinator for one year. In so 2015. Kind of under under him. Yeah. But only for a year. A year. Before that, he was the East Carolina quarterbacks coach and the Texas Tech wide receiver coach. Wow, he moved up the chain yeah, quick he, then. He was a graduate assistant in 2006 with Texas Tech. And then by 2017, he was the head coach of Oklahoma. So That's 10 insane. years. Yeah, he moved up quick. Very. For he's, obvious reasons, though. Yes, he's gone to the college football playoffs both of his first two years. Yeah. He's been 25-4, two Big 12 championships, two-time Big 12 coach of the year. And he's doing some things. He's, he's, he's living. He's on the right track. <laughs> so, that's about all that stood out nationally. Yeah. I mean, another great week coming, though. Um, oh, should be a big fun games. week. We got, um, I'm trying to think, we got Texas A&M and... Clemson, I believe, in the yeah, yeah, yeah. LSU and Texas. A couple big Texas ranked, is back, baby. Texas forever. <laughs> a couple big ranked matchups would be really interesting to see yeah, how those turn out. Should be a real fun week for sure. Yep. Another see if Clemson actually get a test this week, hopefully. And see how they Yeah. Come Trevor on. Trevor Lawrence, see what he can do. <laughs> this will be their only last this will be their last test, so Yeah. Week two. <laughs> but No, it should be another good week. Yeah. Looking forward to it. Always looking forward to college football. You uh Got anything else to add, or should no. we jump into the, the fantasy one. football? All right. All right, everybody. For those that do not know, we had our first ever annual Corn Fed Sports and Entertainment Podcast Fantasy Oof, Football Draft. Did we last ever? Time. 16 teams, so that's a damn big It league. was a marathon. It was. It was the longest draft I've probably ever been a part of. And it wasn't even that many players. Like, we only have four bench spots. Yeah. Well, I just, like, when I was sitting and it up. It still took forever. Yeah. When I was setting it up, I was like, we have to have a small bench. Otherwise, the waiver wire is going to be already t- more terrible. Well, and if we had gone, well, like, I was already getting to people I didn't know. Yeah. If we had gone, like, eight bench spots, I wouldn't have known anyone. Yeah, no doubt. But how do you feel about your team overall? Hmm. Little, little sketch? Little sketch. I kind of play fantasy football for who I like. <laughs> yeah, you know, he took Patty in the second. Yeah, I took Patty Mahomes in the second round. That was a reach. But he, he took me to the championship last year, so I'm loyal to him. I really like my receivers. Got Devontae Adams. Um, snagged him in the first. Yeah, that was a good pick. Brandon Cooks, I really like. Um, I thought my best pick probably overall was Eckler. Austin Eckler, running back for the Chargers. As long as Melvin no, Gordon man. stays away, should do real well there. You got Tariq Cohen, who's a good catching back. I think that should help. But no, I'm weak at running back for sure. Seems but, like that happens every year. <laughs> I, I never draft running backs. <laughs> But how do you feel? I like my team a lot. I was reading about Fournette. I took him in the fourth or fifth. Yeah, saw that. And apparently he lost a bunch of weight. And his rookie year, he killed it. He did. And last year, he kind of had an injury-prone year and didn't do well. So I need a bounce-back year out of him. Mm -hmm. But I got him and Le'Veon Bell, which Le'Veon Bell is going to kill it in PPR. Didn't play all last year, so I'm hoping he gets a lot of touches. Uh, Stephon Diggs, Calvin Ridley out there. I saw Stephon Diggs did not practice there already. Really? Yeah. Yeah, he is questionable right now. I was now. very upset with you. You took Jimmy Graham. Yeah, I One was pick ahead of me. Him. I was I like, I got to stash him. I was going to do case. the same thing. I'm like, it could be a big upside with Jimmy Graham there. But. Then I also got Hunter Henry, my boy, the tight end. We ranked him pretty high on our mm-hmm. list. Mm-hmm. And then Jarvis Landry. So it'll be interesting to see how he does without with OBJ there. But mm-hmm. I think he'll still get a lot of targets. For sure. But. Then, like Tim said, I snagged a couple guys late. I got two kind of similar mold quarterbacks, Lamar Jackson and Jacoby Brissett. 
Yeah, which I think Brissett actually could turn into a good player. For sure. So I, I just took him, you know, I took him with my last pick. I'm like, otherwise I'm going to take some third down running back, you know. Yeah, so and that's why not? one of my last picks. I took Kareem Hunt. Yeah. I took a flyer on him. I know he's not going to play for is it, is it six weeks or four weeks or yeah. eight weeks. I don't know why he's suspended. But the waiver wire is going to suck anyways. But, yeah, it's <laughs> like the waiver wire is not going to be there. I already have a backup. So I'll stash him. Maybe get something for the playoffs or something. Yeah. I mean, it doesn't hurt. And I was happy I got D.D. Westbrook. Big D.D. Westbrook fan for the Jags. I think he's going to have a big year. And I got Will Lutz, my favorite kicker for the Saints. Has he always been your favorite kicker? Always been my favorite kicker. He's got long hair. I got the butt kicker. Who? Bucker. Oh, did you? Yep. No, I just love – I've had Will Lutz the last three years. Play kicks for the Saints, gets a lot of chances. He does. So I'm a big fan. Yeah, I, I was pleased with my draft overall. I think it's going to be a really deep, competitive league. I think so, too. Should be a lot of fun, though. Yeah. Um, a lot of people making moves. Uh, I don't – Good, you know, good turnout for the draft. 16 uh, teams is just wild. Yeah. Biggest draft – or uh, biggest league I've ever been in, for sure, football-wise. Yeah, for sure. But – um, what are the differences, you know, being in such a big league, though, besides, just, obviously, the waiver wire? By the second or third pick, like, there's so much talent gone. Yeah. Your third pick, you're 48 picks in, you could be. Yeah, That's especially ridiculous. if you have the first overall pick. There's going to be 30-plus players taken before you get to pick again. Yeah, that's ridiculous. Which is insane. That's hard. Yeah, and that's like, I mean, typically I'd like to be first or last. But with such a big league, you almost want to it's be like right in the middle. We I were right. Like, both of us were right in the yeah, middle. Yeah, I was we eight, eight, eight nine. nine. So we were right in the middle there. But I, I – and honestly, the draft is so overrated. It comes down oh, yeah. to what you do during the year. And there's going to be four or five guys that blow it up. Like last year, no one knew Patrick Mahomes was going to do what he did. And so – or and this year, everyone's like high on that Montgomery out of Iowa State. I saw a lot of people – I almost picked him. Was huge on him. And everyone thinks, oh, he'll be the next big star. But will he really be or will he – Fade out. Fade out. Get hurt in week one. A couple years ago, Montgomery from the Packers, everyone thought was going to just kill it. Nothing happened. So it's just be real interesting. Yeah, I. I mean, obviously, (laughs) you have to set yourself up well in the draft. Try, yeah, but but you also need to be active on the waiver wire, like you said. There's always like two or three guys that just come out of nowhere. Last year, uh, the Steelers running back uh, Connor, Connor, George Kittle, yeah, nowhere last year. See, that's like also. I think I gave this in our advice, but. Try to take a tight end early just because there's only, like, three or four good ones. Yeah, I got stuck with that bad one. Yeah, I mean, that, that's kind of why I took Hunter Henry. I really wanted Kittle, but obviously he was gone. Or uh, Chiefs tight end, uh, Kelsey. Ertz. Those are about the three yep. best tight ends. So. Yeah, my brother took Kelsey. He loves it. Takes him every year. Really? He just gets so many catches. He's yeah. a stud in the PPR league. Yeah, I love PPR. I do, too. But... But. So you, this was, like you said, making the rounds on the old Twitter sphere today? Mm-hmm. Oh, a lot of fantasy talk on the Twitter sphere. Oh, yeah. I was off today. I was on the Twitter sphere. Nothing wrong with that. Quite a bit today. <laughs> but best fantasy player of all time. Who do you think? So I'm going to go the best fantasy year I've ever seen was the Priest Holmes year when he was the Chiefs running back. He had like, I think it was like 31, 32 touchdowns. Yeah, he was Just fun. killed it. So that's what I'm going to go with. He was awesome. I have another running back from that same type of era. Okay. LT, baby. Lazanian Tomlinson. A lot of, he scored so many touchdowns, and he could catch yeah, the ball. He would have been a PPR machine. He would have been the number one pick easy, I feel oh, like. Oh, for sure. So much fun. But yeah, no, totally agree. All this fantasy talk really wants me to makes me want to watch The League over again. Have you ever seen The League? I have. It's so fantastic. I love it. Yeah, the year pre-tolls, he scored 27 touchdowns, plus he had 74 catches. So that's... 
a lot of points. Started the PPR a list. lot of points. For sure. But love love that discussion. You can literally pick so many I different love fantasy football. football but I've never won, but love doing it. I feel like it's definitely the best fantasy sport. Like, it's just... I don't know. There's something about it because there's only, like, once so a many week. games. So many games on at a time, so you can kind of watch them yep. all the and same that once time. a week, that Sunday is just awesome. Watch the games the whole time. Yeah, so much sure. fun. But, um, so we got one more question regarding fantasy. You know, and that'll kind of end our fantasy football draft recap. Obviously, you know, fantasy football, a lot of it comes down to luck. I mean, you can do so much, but you could just have one bad week. You could have the best team. For sure. So... What's your worst fantasy loss you've ever had? So my worst fantasy loss, I vividly remember. I'll never forget. It was a regular season game, fighting for the playoffs. And I thought I had won. It had come down to the Sunday night game. Neither was had any guys going on the Monday night. I thought I had won. And my, the quarterback on the Sunday night game took a knee. Oh, lost like four yards. They lost four yards. And the team that I was playing had their defense. And they credited them with a sack. And that gave him an extra point because he got a point per sack. And it beat me. I was up like a half a point. I thought I had won, and then he won by a half a point. And I thought I'd get a stat correction. Never did get a stat correction. Lost the game by a half a point because no they way. credited his defense with a sack. It was Ben Roethlisberger. He took a knee. And, oh, I was mad. I was just so mad. Literally threw stuff. Lost the playoffs. They did not make the playoffs. They was lost because of that game. Lost by a half a point. That's insane. Oh, I kept waiting all day. Is that day. the maddest you've ever been in oh, a fantasy I kept sport? waiting all day Monday for the stack correction. My brother's like, it's not coming. I'm like, yeah. He's like, no, it's not. They're going to credit him with a sack. Sure enough, they did. <laughs> I don't really have a specific example <laughs> oh, like that. Bad. I have a match, like a matchup. Last year, just because it it's fresh in my memory, mm-hmm. I had the best record by far. I think I only lost like once I remember or that twice. <laughs> once or twice in the regular season. So I was like, oh, I'm going to cruise to the to the championship. And I lost in the damn semifinals. Oh, it's tough. So frustrating. Especially later in the season, though, it gets even tougher to predict just because oh, you don't know who's resting. People maybe. get benched. And, yeah. If you're fighting for the playoffs late in the season, it gets ugly. Yeah. you got to try and make any sort of move you can. Uh, my best fantasy win, never forget this, a couple years ago, I was down huge. And I picked Juju. up Juju on the way from Wires, and he went for 99-yard touchdown catch. And I wasn't watching the game, and I just checked my face. I was watching another TV show, and I checked my face, and I said I was winning. Like, what the frick? And I texted my brother. He's like, Juju <laughs> just went for 99 yards for you. Like, oh, my goodness. And ever since then, I've been a Juju fan. You love him. I love Juju. <laughs> I, I should have taken. I was debating last night between him and Devontae Adams, and I took Adams. Yeah, you got to take Devontae first. But Juju, I love. Oh, yeah. I love that story. Oh, uh, Sunday night I was going. Was that two years night. ago or last year? That was two years ago. Last year I drafted him, but two yeah, years ago yeah, he was yeah. a rookie. Yeah, he was a rookie. And I picked him up on the waiver wire. I just literally had no one else to start. Yeah. I put him in flex, and he worked out all right. Ninety-nine yard touchdown catch. <laughs> Love it, buddy. Oh, it's fun. But anything else you want to add, fantasy? Uh, no, get it going tomorrow night. I'm excited. Yeah. I got a lot of Packers, so got the defense, Devonta Adams. I got Cohen for the Bears, so I'm going to be busy tomorrow night. Good night for you. Yeah, should be fun. Should be fun. Remember, Just fantasy owners, have fun with it. Don't take it too seriously. And do remember, you will come on the show if you win. We're bringing you on the show to <laughs> oh, brag yeah. about how great you are you, if you win. You 14 other people that signed up. Get ready, baby. Somebody is coming on the show. Even if we have to just call you and do a call in. Yep. You will be on the show. It's going to be uh, an adventure, a gauntlet, you might for say. For sure. But, well, should we go into the wrap-up for the night, Timmy? Sure. All right.
All right. Another episode in the books, Timmy. What do you Another think? Another great episode. Have fun tonight. Oh, yeah. Episode 26 uh, definitely flew by. Had a blast. Um, thanks, everybody, that's checking us out, though. We appreciate it. We wouldn't do, and couldn't do it without you. Nope. It's been fun. Yeah. Um, hopefully to see some of uh, that corn-fed merch walking around the streets here Oh, for here sure. <laughs> it's kind of hard to believe we're getting to our second football season. Like, we got on late right in the in. last football season, last year playoffs. Yeah, like right away in the playoffs. So now like we're hitting round. our first... Yeah, regular is, season. That is weird. It's to hard think to believe. About. Weird to think. About. Made it almost through a whole baseball. I remember we did the baseball predictions. Yeah. And now here we are winding up the baseball season. Yeah. I mean, next week we might have to talk about some some of the last couple weeks of baseball. Cubs. Honestly. We need to get some Cubs going here. Yeah, we haven't week. talked. And I mean, we'll probably do some football recap next week. I think week, we'll always think. do. We'll probably every week going to do the Iowa or the state of Iowa recaps. I think that's good for our show. And then national. Probably do it always national for. We'll probably do the local team. For both NFL and college, honestly. Yeah. Until, well, we'll see how, when baseball gets over, what, I mean, Where we go. when the Cubs are out, especially, let's be honest. But then we'll be getting to the Cubs' best season offseason, so. Cubs count. We need to, once those tickets get out, baby. And we had some epic rants last year during Cubs' offseason, so you just never know what it's, can happen again. It's going to be interesting to watch. It's going to be very interesting. I can't wait, though. So, <laughs> I think I'm actually... More excited for the off season oh, than I am for the rest of the season, honestly. I, I just want to clinch a playoff berth. I really want to. I, I think it's more like more than. That'd be fun to, to say we've been to the playoffs five straight years. That's a big accomplishment. Yeah, but, so I really do want that. I mean, I think it's going to happen. It's just a matter of if we're wild card, which it's looking like we're going to be on the road too. Yes, Scherzer. Yeah, and which is going to be fun, but. Oh, Jorge Soler has just hit his fortieth of the year. Single season, uh, Kansas City Royals. Single season, holder. yeah, stud. Unbelievable. But, all right. But. No, it was a good episode. Yeah, had a lot of fun. We'll be back next week. Uh, we'll try for a Tuesday. We're going to try to stick to Tuesday just so we can maybe get some of the yeah. NFL into. For sure, to get the NFL and the fantasy recap. Um, yeah. We'll get our poll question out tonight or tomorrow. Uh, we don't really know what we're going to do yet, but we'll, we'll figure it out. something. Yeah. Yeah, we probably will update the fantasy standings at least Yeah. every week, too. Maybe not a lot, but just at least get the standings where everyone's at. Maybe say what surprised us and yeah. what we liked, and so. But yeah, any, anything else you really want to oh. add before we uh, throw the handles out? No, it was great. Oh yeah. So, like I said earlier, make sure you follow us. You won't regret it. We're hilarious. We like to have fun. You can get quick, easy access to our podcast. We do like to have fun, <laughs> no doubt. So, if you want to get on those, please do. Our Twitter is at Corn Sports. Our Instagram is Corn Fed Sports One. Our Facebook is facebook.com slash cornfedsports1. And last but not least, our blog website is cornfedsports1.blogspot.com. Well, you know what that means, right, Timmy? You've been officially corn fed.